And welcome everybody to Locked On Lads, the Man Cave, episode number three. We did it, and we lost another person. So <laughs> I'm Wilco, and I'm here with Mr. Buttersocks. And Hello. And Dad's unfortunately doing what he should be doing as a man looking after his wife at home. So she needed, uh, she wasn't feeling the best. So she's taking him from us and looking after himself and by making her happy. So that's really cool. So good work, Dad. Uh, just unfortunately, we don't have him here with us tonight, uh, recording probably about half an hour later than we should have as well, because it's test night, because we've got a massive stream coming up on Saturday, and I just want everything working smoothly before Saturday, so I can just focus on what's happening, but I won't talk about that just yet. We'll go over to Mr. Buttersocks. How you been, mate? Yeah, been pretty good. Um, popped a pretty sweet uh, Elite Dangerous stream on... Have you found yeah, what's on, his on name? Raxler? No, no, that's probably not coming until. Are you Raxler? Yes, I am. Um, <laughs> probably won't get to see Raxler <laughs> until Odyssey drops, which is the running yep. theory. But when in Odyssey that's going to actually appear? Because I assume he's on a planet somewhere. That uh, Raxler is the planet. Sorry, Raxler is the planet. Yes. So the planet. Well, that's going to make it easy to find. Not pa- not particularly. Um, <laughs> it's only thirty nine billion trillion planets. Out well, of- if you if you dig into the law of Raxler yeah. and all that sort of stuff, so by twenty two ninety two, it was um, a myth at that point. But yeah, we didn't really start exploring the universe until like the twenty five hundreds, twenty six hundreds. So within mm-hmm. like a couple of hundred years, we'd lost Raxler but we wouldn't have been able to go very far Yeah, at the time. Our jump was like a couple of light years, at best, sort of thing. So, so the theory is what they'll just put it in one of the systems that hasn't been discovered yet and then well, uh, leave some breadcrumbs? According to FDev, it exists in the game already. Wow. But the thing is, people have been to every potential system that it could be in, because uh, it's generally around uh, Lave yeah. uh, area, because uh, that's where the uh, humans spread to first, uh, and it's around that sort of bubble. Uh, so the, the very old ancient bubble that was Sol, Lave, and a couple of others, it should be there. And you could find it, I believe, in the original, um, the original Elite game from back in '84. But yeah, the the beautiful the, one, the, the amazing graphics. Yes, but the map has changed quite significantly since then because it was just sort of stars that you could visit, whereas now it's an entire galaxy. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it should be around there somewhere, and FDev have said that apparently someone's gone in and they've honked the system and then they've left. But whether really whether Raxler, is it that... yeah, that could just be like if that is true, it could be somebody who has absolutely no idea about the yeah what they're looking for or anything like that, and they've just sort of popped in. They're like, okay, honk, next system, let's go. Yeah, nothing of nothing of need here. Yeah, hasn't turned up as a particular thing. But, um, what was it, the pilot was saying, if you have proof that Raxler exists in the game right now, I will eat my shoe. 
on camera Ooh. i will eat it Ooh. but you have to prove you don't you don't have yep. to tell him where it is but you have to show proof that can be verified by other people yep. that it exists in the game as it stands now not after odyssey comes out but now the current build Ooh, and he's not gonna you what do you reckon what's, what's gonna happen i reckon at most the planet is there somewhere it probably doesn't have the name Raxler. Yeah. It's going to be one of those things that you've got to you've got to hunt for it because we know what the planet's supposed to look like. We know what kind of yeah. system it's in. People are looking for that particular kind of planet that exists in that particular system that lives within the bubble. And a very See, small been... section of the bubble that exists uh, that we currently have yeah there's so much ex- exploration done in the bubble you think someone would have who knows what they're looking for would have worked it out that's the thing right there's if it was so it. many people that know what they're looking for that haven't been able to find it so that just means mm. that that planet doesn't exist you would think so unless that's, that's unless there's some sort of other thing that has happened like some sort of space anomaly that's caused them to jump thousands of light years away from where they think they are and then they've found mm, okay. that. So, we're going to have to wait and see. It's a thing. Like, there, there's no way you can find Raxor in the current game. Okay. It's it's too impossible. It's impossible. So, Raxor streams coming from you. is What did you end up doing on this stream that you went... went We started talking about before I took you away yeah. off target. Um, what was I doing? Uh, I was just flying around trying to uh, unlock a particular system called Alioth so I can jump in there and get one of the engineers. Because uh, yep. it's obviously, it had a pass that you needed to get to get in there. Uh, so I, I eventually got that done and everything was good, but sort of dicked around for a little bit. I was flying uh, my Type 10 around for a laugh. I uh, realised that the Type 10 is severely underpowered when it comes to weaponry <laughs> and needs uh, needs some work done on it. No, really. Yeah, it's it's only because I've the beauty. Yeah, it's only because I've got it uh, loaded up with turrets rather than anything else because you can't fucking turn the damn thing. Now, since we're um we're we're short of guests tonight, we're going to use the the chat as the third guest tonight. So we've already got average gamer Wes say what's up. So hey Wes, hi Wes, how you doing? Welcome to live channel. If you want to join us live on any of these shows. Uh, we are on twitch.tv slash lockedonlads. Uh, we are also on places like Facebook now in Locked On Lads. Go check our Facebook group out and YouTube, which is Locked On Lads YT. Go go sub to that. But uh, the main reason I want to bring this in, uh, Matthew Joy, uh, friend of mine, racing colleague of mine, uh, worked with him for a fair while, comes in with the comment of the absence of evidence isn't evidence of absence, though, going back to Raxler. So, that is true, but... Also, FDev have blatantly lied about many a thing to do with the game previously. <laughs> so, shit, what's his name? Uh, David Braben has apparently said that it's in the game. You can't trust David Braben as far as you can throw him, to be honest. Oh, by the way, butters, that, that box you can just see up there on my black sh- on that black box up on my shelf behind me. Mm-hmm. That's the Elite Dangerous Collector's Edition. Very nice. I. Not, nothing bad about David Braben. He is a wonderful person from what I've heard. Uh, and the fact that he's built Elite into what it is. It's amazing <sighs> work and all that sort of stuff. But I think he could just... He's he's doing the salesman's pitch thing. He's trying... He's 
He's hello gaming uh, his game a little bit. Yeah. So, see, back in the day, I was back with Armed at this stage, playing MechWarrior Online. Star Citizen was just becoming a thing. Uh, this is when Elite decided to come back as a um, as a thing. Um, I didn't expect it to be where it was right now. Obviously, we we were hyped about Star Citizen back then, and and Star Citizen is coming along as a game right now, barely. But Cal's enjoying it, and they're doing free free fly events and stuff like that at the moment, and they're having fun with that. But Elite, with the history it's already got in the new game, is quite impressive how far yeah. how far they've come. So. Yes, he's a salesman, but he has delivered on a fair chunk of stuff. He has, like that. Um, that's why I'm saying, like, I'm not talking talking shit about him. I'm just saying, no. he's a salesman. You can't 100 percent trust everything that he's going to say. Because no. if you just have a look at what uh, No Man's what happened with No Man's Sky, it it wasn't what Sean said that the game would be. It is now, yeah, but it is now. Yes, it's like, given time. Yeah, it was, but it it wasn't um, a launch, which. And I think we're almost seeing that with Elite now with all the stuff they're adding to it. Like especially Odyssey, that's a huge jump oh, yeah. forward on, on, on I mean, what they promised they, a long they, time ago. They so. talked about yeah, Space Legs ages ago, years ago, and putting that in there and it just sort of never happened. And then the game got to a point where they're like, shit, we can't actually put this in because this code is just fucked. <laughs> so it, yeah, it was happens. a mess. <laughs> so which is why we got the... Um, we had a huge update there where basically they've moved it on to a new thing that tidied the code up. Uh, I think that was also part of the role where they had uh, Horizons become part of the base game as well. Yeah. Uh, so that they could clean the code up, get it ready, so that then they can actually build something on top of that. They just entered Game Pass, didn't they? Did I see that the other day? I don't know, actually. They're sure possibly. So the, the the thing they're missing from that is the biggest thing they need is cross play, but they are two different worlds now. They set that up from the start, so mm. they can't merge all that data together, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, they if, they if, are on Game Pass. So if they're on Game Pass, and I could I could you can you used to be able to do a, a once off transfer, but then your two like you would have everything you had in your. PC version in your Xbox version, but then you would split, they'd split apart. You wouldn't be able to just continue on or ever yeah. transfer them back again. Um, but I'd love to be able to just sit down. Like, I, I've got Elite when we'll be in that, was when I got the knuck and put it underneath the um, the TV out there. So I could just sit back and relax and fell asleep many times and almost flew into stars <laughs> uh, flying around the galaxy on my lounge uh, in, in, in lunch breaks. So it's definitely. Um, Oh, it's just such a peaceful game. It is. And it, if you play it if you play it that way anyway, I it, guess. It's it's the kind of game where you can sit there and basically do nothing for like two and a half, three hours mm-hmm. but you you don't feel like you've done nothing. No. And I, I think that was the thing when I jumped in with Star Citizen. I, I, I spent probably three or four hours in that thing. Did all the stuff, got all the things I needed to go do something and then went and did it and then something happened and it glitched out or crashed or I stuffed up and literally three to four hours was wasted and gone yeah which is um, part where... of the reason why i haven't touched star citizen yet is because uh, it might be at a reasonably stable point now but i'm like it's something's probably they're probably going to do an update at some point it's going to break everything again yeah i'm just gonna like... i'm just gonna sit back and wait it was definitely definitely fun i definitely had a fight like they're, they're very different games mm. 
straight up they are very different games and i know the the getting getting your legs in in elite is a huge part of it but you correct me if i'm wrong you're not walking around the ship or anything like that you're still only walking on the actual planet yeah so Um, for, for the moment you'll only be walking on the planet but i do believe their aim is to eventually roll out internals yeah, for ships. So you may not be able to so walk it, the entire thing, but you'll have sp- spots you can go to areas. in the ship. Yep. Yeah, no, very, very. They're very different games, and they do very fit, fit very different roles. But um, and scope obviously as well. Like Star Citizens, getting a very small area and doing it very detailed. Where Elite is getting a very big area and just doing the minimal details and then filling it out as they go along. Yeah. So, um. You know, they're both very good games, but yeah, I, I do have to get into some elite, especially having this freak sitting behind me with um, being able to sit back and fly through the space with three monitors and yes, and um, yeah, would be good fun. Yeah, so. I mean, you've also got the VR headset, so I do, and and I sit there and I stare at it every day, going, I really should use that, and I just I haven't got around to it every time. So. Although I have heard many people say, do not ever play Elite Dangerous in VR. Because that's the back. last fucking thing you'll ever do. Yeah, you will, you no, will die where you sit. <laughs> the only reason I stopped doing any kind of VR was streaming because I just—it's too hard to interact. Like you can get cool, you can get different programs that 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 make it so you can get your Twitch chat up there, but it was just so hit and miss all the time. Yeah, um, I, and it'll get there eventually, but yeah, yeah, and you lose that interactivity with you with your actual chat. Uh, be able to have a face to it like you still could put the webcam on and have you in a goggles but i'll just put some googly eyes on the on the front <laughs> could do that it'll, it'll just look the same it'll just have look like you've got some black honestly black like like okay racing in vr was really really good doing it with triple monitors isn't that far off yeah because it is taking up your peripheral vision anyway um I'm I'm just as fast with triple monitors as I am with with VR, and I think I get just as much immersion in it. Not as much, obviously, but because you can't turn around and go backwards and look up and look down, and you are got you have got distractions, bits to take you out of. When I'm in the zone, and that's what I'm looking at, and it's taking up my whole peripheral vision, it's it's just as good. Yeah, I so, mean that'd probably be the thing that I do if I ever won Lotto. I would 100% build like myself a multiple screen setup so that literally no matter what it is i'm doing like if i'm flying a ship or i'm driving a car like i've i can see basically all of the angles that i need to see in front of me yeah but then obviously i've got to do some sort of head tracking thing specifically for elite dangerous so that when i turn to the left it fucking pops the menu up Rather than me having to yeah, figure that there out, there is ways. Yeah, you need you need the proper Hotas setup or even a um, joystick, uh, twin stick one, where you got lots of buttons where you can just you look over and, and you press the button to bring it up. You have that yeah. specific button brings up that menu there, so it is still you looking over there. You're pressing the button and it's coming up. Um, that's that's the way to do it. You or you need a gamepad and and. 55 different combinations of the one button um, and memory. And then like you run out of fingers and you're so. like, I just need one more finger and then I'll be able to do the thing. Oh, Jesus. So we're going back to the third chair tonight, which is Switch Chat, uh, which actually Facebook Chat at the moment. So Matthew Mites, uh 
locked on racing's number one driver maybe number two driver maybe number three driver one of the ones <laughs> um he's actually jumped in both uh twitch chat and facebook right now and letting us know that there's a guy on youtube that has three 65 inch tvs and on a motion rig as well apparently um see that's yeah that's that, money that that is something that i would love to do like set yeah. it up set it up like the old ah oh, shit what was that arcade game where you were flying like uh in ships and stuff and if you uh in a plane rather than a ship and if you uh as you move the joystick around the cabinet would the cabinet shift and roll is... i can't remember what it is i, I remember that it was white that's all that i can remember i remember we in melbourne we did the halo one i think uh yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty, a similar it color, motion yeah it's stuff. a similar concept to that whereas yeah. uh this one was like you sat down you had the joystick uh you could I think you had a throttle to make it go faster, and as you moved, like if you went down, it'd dip down and yeah, pull around and all that. Sort so of stuff. we went to a place called Aussie World, which is up here on the Sunshine Coast, um, and it had an actual simulator, a, a proper one of those proper simulators, full cabin. You sit in there, and it was a roller coaster. So the actual whole uh, chassis was moving up and down and left and right and, and all that kind of stuff, and had. You were just completely enclosed as a proper proper flight sim. It was afterburner setup. That's the one. Afterburner. Afterburner. Yeah. Um, and yeah, something like that would just be amazing with more screens than what it had though. So yeah, that screen outside. But I've seen racing setups with six monitors, so you get not only the peripheral vision in, but you also get the up and down. Yeah. Now you don't need that that part of it. Like, cool, you're seeing your legs and you're seeing your roof, but realistically you don't need that because you don't get that in it just puts you a bit more in but yeah um, really you just need all the the six monitors in portrait mode is pretty cool as well is is another way to do it the the problem with having six monitors in portrait is you you have to spend so much to get the one without uh, the ones without bezels yes and even then you've (laughs) still got you still got a little bit of a bezel that's it so um, unless you are me though, going back to the six monitors, um, you're in my car and you're rolling around and, and you're looking at the roof a fair bit at that stage, I guess. So, yeah. um, we started talking about something. Oh, we started yeah, talking about my, sh- now. we started talking about my stream. Oh, how was your stream, by yeah, the way? Yeah, it was good. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that, that two second sentence took up 25, 20 minutes of the podcast. Excellent. Yes. Well done. Who needs McDad around? <laughs> Um, what else have you been up to, mate? <laughs> uh, I set up a, um, a, a mate of mine from my, my new job. Uh, I was talking to him about Valheim, and he was just like, oh, I've got some space in my uh, my service that I've got set up in Sydney. I'll just spin you up a virtual and uh, give you access to it and all that sort of stuff so I can uh, spin up a dedicated Valheim server, which I got up and running today. Um, which was a lot and of fun. How is... I had to relearn Sorry, how to do... Sorry, I was Twitch chat as well. <laughs> I had, to, slow. had to relearn how to do Linux. I haven't touched that for like three years, so that was fun. And you worked it out though. That's the yeah. main thing. I mean, a lot of it was just sort of... I had to update a config file. I had to copy uh, the server files onto the, the server... Uh, the world files onto the server and make sure that everything was running. Uh, up, yeah, update the config so that it was looking at the right world files. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. So how 
how, have you, how many people are you going to put on this server? Are you this for your special Saturday night Valheim streams that are happening? Yeah, this will be Valheim for the, uh, the the Saturday night Valheim or whatever we have. It is Valheim, isn't it? Yeah. I keep on Valheim. Yeah, I mean, you could probably call it Valheim. That's fine. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, so there'll there'll probably be only three of us at the moment, because um, we want to get through and do all the the bosses and all that sort of stuff, but. We might start pulling in other people. Can you believe this game's hit four million already? I can't. And that's just it. Steam, let alone everything else. Yeah. That it's on. Is it on Epic and everything else? I don't think it's on I'm Epic. It'll be on GOG, maybe. I, I don't know. I'm gonna have maybe it's just Steam. No, it's but only, anyway, it's, four million it's, copies. Yeah, it's, it's only on Steam. There you go. Four million copies of this game is phenomenal, and it's only growing. It's. So in the last 12 months, we've had Fall Guys, um, Among Us, Valheim. And, the, and there was a scary one too. I can't remember what it was called. Phasmophobia. absolutely... Yes, that one. Absolutely blow up. And these devs have hit gold. Mm. Um, so the, for, for, for games you were never expecting, you weren't looking forward to, and probably didn't cost anywhere near the scope of what Cyberpunk or... Um, Red Dead or anything like that cost. Yeah. And they're bloody selling brilliantly. I mean... Which is really good to see. The trick with Valheim is it's only a gig in size. So majority yeah. of everything that they do is procedurally generated. Their, uh, re- uh, their, their textures are super low res. And just the, the systems that they've got in place, they're the, the bare bones of what you'd expect in a survival game. You don't have to worry about... You really don't have to worry about food too much. Um, the only thing yeah. that food does is it will boost your health. Like You don't starve to death, but food will boost your health. Uh, and you yeah. don't have to worry about going, oh, I'm thirsty again, cool. Let's go drink from the poison stream because that's all I've got access to. <laughs> but um, that being said, yes, you'll that turn around... That sounds very different to... Go. But yeah, you'll you'll turn around while you're out cutting down trees and then you're like, oh shit, it's a troll, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, I saw pictures in the Discord the other day. I think it was tossed. It's like, oh, there's a troll in my fence and there's this massive troll out there. His, his base is huge. I saw another one on Twitter today. They'd done their gate and they decided to put a boat up on top so it looked like the old school yep. um, yeah, entry points and it just looked phenomenal as well. Just the stuff people are coming up with that are... Um. Yeah, just just making doing whatever they want, and the and the, it's working in the game, and it looks brilliant. And yeah, last waves all over it. The whole Discord has really got into it, which is really good. Yeah, and um, I haven't played it as yet. Don't own it. Don't have time for it. Unfortunately, I mean, yeah, it's one of those things where you're either going to jump into it and be like, "Yeah, this is fun," like because it is a fun game, or you jump in and you go. I've got so many fucking ideas. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, um, yeah, so that's leading into what I did, been doing. So, obviously, I'll talk about it in a sec, but I've been practicing for Bathurst um, because we've got a big race this weekend. Yeah, but you do. We, we, I've been throwing around an idea, and it's one of the, you know, I always toying with an idea and then I don't do it, but then this time I'm like, fuck it, I'm doing it, and I just, what Tuesday or Monday we decided to make it a charity stream. Uh, I'd mentioned it a couple of times, uh, 12 hours, um, charity stream to go along with the, the race and a bit re- 
figured I'd do that and then I'm like, well, if I do that, then I really should do this for my stream and I really should fix that up for my stream. Um, I sat down today, I got home from work early today and for six hours in front of the computer set, they're setting up things on the stream <laughs> uh, and then press go live and nothing worked. And It's always um, the way. It's the... like, yeah, everything works, sweet, go live. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? <laughs> yep. So the, the, the picture was all... Uh, overexposed in one of the bits and um the we did we've got channel points everyone who was watching the the show on twitch has channel points so you can now spend them on things and then i got butters to spend 50 well some of his fifty three thousand that he's that's all right i'm a mod i just refunded myself it's all good oh did you nice (laughs) you can i think you need to refund brayden as well i refunded everybody i did you nice Um, so we can do that, but there's a whole heap of stuff now that you've got a whole heap of sound effects in there anyway, uh, and some different little things that go over the top. I haven't put any gifts in there yet. I've got to really spend some time and sort that out. But, um, uh, speaking of putting work... in gifts, yeah. my God, I am working on the largest fucking, it, it's just a, like the effort that I'm putting into this just for a single fucking joke <laughs> It's yep. not worth it at all. Uh, have you ever seen the Celery Band video by Tim and Eric? It's got no. Paul Rudd in it. No. Okay. Well, the whole thing is, it's like this thing. He comes and sits down in front of a computer, and he's just—it's just Paul Rudd on the computer dancing to different things, but they're all got different names. And at the end of it, he's like, "I'd like to see a nude teen." And the computer's like, "Uh." What? What? I don't get it. He's like, nude, tame, and it's like that's not safe for work. And he's like, I don't care. Show it to me anyway. And then it just cuts to a fa- uh, to his face, and it's just him going, oh shit, uh, oh, I'm okay, <laughs> and pushes through it. Um, so I'm cutting that up because there's a running joke with uh, myself, Blake, and a couple of other guys at stream that we've got a redemption to get our OnlyFans. Yep. So I'm cutting it up so it's like Paul Rudd walks in, he sits down at the computer, he logs in, he goes to OnlyFans, he searches me up, he follows me, he then scrolls down and it cuts to his face and he just does the, oh shit! <laughs> and then that's it. And it's and it's still got another five hours of work to get into oh, it or what? Dude, it's got so much work because I've still got to actually create an OnlyFans account so that I can yep. capture that to then put it onto his computer screen so that you because there's a couple of shots where you're looking over his shoulder so that then mm. people will actually see that yes he's on OnlyFans and he's doing stuff and uh, so much fucking effort now, just for like a 30 second joke yeah so at least at least the stuff I'm doing is got a little bit more legs than that that was great but we found out that um <laughs> Oh, no, I'm pretty sure Trigger that's got fire. some <laughs> We found out that Trigger Fire doesn't work unless you've actually got it open. Um, but, see, this is what happened, okay? I went, I sat down, I'm like, I'm going to get channel points working. In that, I've got McDad jokes back in the chat, which people are playing around with at the moment in chat, um, which worked really well because then Matty Joy came in and, and uh, redeemed the sound effect for a bad joke. Um, which, so now it's got everything going pretty well at the moment. So, um, actually, no, that's right. I originally sat down to get the 
command for Beyond Blue so people could put in Beyond Blue and it would be on a timer and would happen every 15 odd minutes to say here's the place to, to link and then I'm like I better look at channel points and then I'm like I can do dad jokes and like what else can I do with with trigger fire oh I can do actual overlays and stuff like that that come up and then all of a sudden by the end of it someone's like are you streaming just on Twitch and I'm like oh no I can do it all and then I went then they promoted that and then I'm like oh shit I'm on OBS now Christ now I'm going to get that <laughs> sort of Jesus <laughs> <laughs> seven hours or so of me in front of the computer today doing stuff which has got the stream besides the over the terrible overlay for this podcast working fairly well i've even got this um you've got to put the couches in i know i just didn't have time yeah um but this is the thing though i've gone away from streamlabs obs which is the best thing i've ever done i've I'm now streaming to oh, yeah. three platforms well, for free, for starters. The, the thing about Streamlabs is it's your starting platform. Yes. Because it, it's... You, you basically, you log into your Twitch, you download a um, an overlay, you set it up how you want, you press go live, done. You, you're there, you're doing yep. it. Um, yep. Whereas OBS, you've got to, you you to actually more... fiddle with stuff. And whatnot. Yeah. And Trigger Fire, I found out, because I'm currently still in the progress of migra- migrating to OBS myself. Uh, Trigger Fire does work on Streamlabs, but you only get it in the middle of your screen. Oh, really? You can't, I did not know you that. You cannot move it around like you can with OBS. Uh, and I don't know why. See, and it's just like, because all I'm doing is the exact same thing I'd be doing with OBS. But it doesn't yeah. work. It just shows See, up in the middle. I'm like, oh, that's not fucking good. I'd started with um, Trigger Fire seven or eight, ten months ago. And back then it was you had to do this, then you had to do stream elements, and then you had to get it to talk to stream elements, then talk to OBS, and you had to do an overlay, and um, and you had to get all this stuff happening. And then I went into it today, and I'm like, okay, I've got everything set up, ready to go. And it's like, oh, no, uh, Trigger Fire, just, we just use, we connect straight to OBS now. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh. there, it used to be a fuck <laughs> it's around. So much easier. It used to be a fuck around, which is like, and I never got it working because it was so. It was so. Yeah, yeah. I had a channel point, just send it, and never worked, not once. So, <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I ended up going. I, I'm not sure the exact reason why I went with Streamlabs because I've worked with OBS before, but I think I just sort of went, nah, fuck it. I just want to not have to worry about it. Yeah, just want to go live, but um, yeah, now I'm sort of like I want to do all this stuff that I I just cannot do mm. with Streamlabs. Yeah, exactly. And just it's just a matter of going. I I wonder if I can do this, and then you Google it, and it's like, oh, yeah, here's a plugin. Just down this download this plugin. I'm like, yeah. oh, <laughs> sweet, and it just does it for you. So it was even the web sockets like with Trigger Fire, mm. just straight up works and. Um, I don't know. Just I'm loving OBS, even though I'm not quite there yet. It's not quite working 100%. I did, however, find the save config button in Voice Meter. Oh, that's good. VBand, <laughs> because I went on the other night, last night, to stream, and VBand had died again and lost all the settings. So I'm sitting there racing along, thinking, okay, everyone's watching. This is great. I've got the Spotify playing. With the replay 
uh, audio over the top of Spotify at the same time while I'm racing. My mic's muted and they're watching the rig, which is so that the sound's completely out, plus there's music playing over the top and the mic, they're not hearing my voice at all. Yeah. Because just voice meter just went, nope, I'm not working anymore. And then I had to set everything up from scratch again. But we got it working. And it's now, I think... It's way better than what it was six months ago anyway when I stopped doing it. Yeah. So well, pretty over that. I set up my Xbox Series X and my PS5 yeah. as well. So they are now going through the capture cards and they're in OBS. I don't have the Switch ability yet, which like but, I told you know, last you, week, you I'll just, work that you out. You just unplug it, unplug one of the other things, plug it in. Yeah. Yeah. But I've just got to put overlays on them now and stuff like that. But it's all going pretty well. And we fixed up the... Uh, overexposed thing tonight that now works we've fixed up trigger fire that now works so going into saturday we should be right i'll find out tomorrow when i press go live and lunchtime just to do one final test run and um, you'll be like oh cool everything's <laughs> fucked again <laughs> yes and i'll be like oh fuck we're not doing this stream at all so back to it we're doing a 12 hour stream on saturday it'll actually be about 13 odd hours because we'll be on for warm-up because I'm doing the first stint of a 12-hour race and they think they're going to get the car back in one piece, which is going to be interesting to see. What happens um, if you wipe the car out? Cars. Do you just have to wait in pits till it's fixed? That's it. Oh, okay. It, if, if Okay, so if if it can be fixed in the 12 hours, yes. Okay, so it, it's it, like an it take, actual 24-hour yeah. race. Where so if I if you can fix it, smash the good. car... Yeah. yeah, so if I smash the car into the wall, flip it, Wheels fall off, all that kind of stuff, and they just go, no, nah, like it's a 40-hour job fix, that's it. We're out of the race, okay? Yeah, don't do that. We No. So I bumped the wall tonight. Steering was felt good when I was turning left, and then all of a sudden I had to turn right. <laughs> turn because there's this massive 25% dead zone turning right. What you need to do, Wilco, is you need to lean. Put some weight down. <laughs> lean into it. <laughs> So once I worked that out, I was doing only about four or five seconds a lap off my full pace, which isn't too bad. That's not but too bad. I took it into the pits. We we did the estimates in with everyone, and it ended up being what was six and a half second, a six and a half minute repair job. Yeah. So yeah, if that happened in the race, that car's I'd probably race around to the fuel was empty. Okay, we just wear the four to five seconds a lap just to get some use the fuel up. Yeah, use the tires up, use my stint, get it out of the way. Bring it in, put the fuel in, repair the car, put the new tires on, put the new driver in, and off they go. That's probably what we do. If it was more, it was harder to drive than that, we'd risk doing more damage. Then we'd probably bring it in, and we'll sort that out as we go along. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, twelve hours, six drivers, which is double what people, everyone else will be doing. But that's okay. We're just first time we're ever doing it. What, like I said in my block, was that what you need to do now is actual crash tests and figure out the levels of crash you can do and how long it's going to take so that as soon I, as like yeah. someone flips it you're like that's ah, only 10 minutes oh. we're fine <laughs> yeah that's well, a 10 minute crash so last night we did a practice run and the boys weren't very happy because the the fast runners the ones that were most most confident came off really bad um matthew mites is in chat at the moment just tap the wall just tap the wall going around a little bit too fast at the rear got a meatball which for those who don't know is a mechanical black flag your car is too damaged you need to come in <laughs> now that took about 11 minutes to, to oh, repair that's not too bad so Braden martin the other driver was driving along hit a wall flipped the car 
down the dipper, landed on his wheels, got back up, drove, was not going too bad, came into the pits, and I think it was, correct me if I'm wrong, Braden, dead later on, but it was only like a five to six minute bloody repair job. Just got to, um, got to pull oh, the shocks out. He had a fast out. repair, so he just flipped it over. Yeah. Just, just got to pull <laughs> the shocks out, because they're fucked. <laughs> Uh, but yes, as Matty Joy in chat points out, uh, it's it's a three hundred. Let's we're working at three hundred thirty to three hundred fifty lap race for the, the the guys up front. Probably about three thirty, three forty. Um, we're 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 aiming for three hundred. If we can get three hundred laps, be thirty laps down on the leaders, I'll be fucking over the moon. We only picked up these cars like. You, if you've watched our streams before, these we're all come out of the skippy class. We've all got these open wheelers. You put the foot down and they don't go very fast. So if you <laughs> put your foot down and you're turning, it just slides a little. You get a good drift going. You hit a wall, yeah, your wheel comes off. Okay, that's, that's the, the big don't, difference. Don't the skippies run with downforce as well? You shouldn't be drifting yes. with them. No, but the tail, because there's so powers in the tail. Yeah. You put the foot down and the, the rear just wants to kick out. There, there is some finesse to driving the skippy, but there's definitely, it's a, it's the learning car for a reason. Like you're getting in there, this thing sticks to the road. Um, it's very hard to really stuff it up unless you're on cold tires. That's a nightmare. Um, you jump in the Ferrari, which is built to go fast. Um, and you throw it around a mountain that's looking to kill you at every turn. And we only started these cars three weeks ago. We've only done, I've worked it out, six hours of competitive racing together as a team leading up to a 12-hour race. I mean, you're halfway there. <laughs> We're halfway there. If we do 300 laps, we'd be fucking over the moon. If we do 250, we've done well. If we do only go over 100, look, that's a pass for me. 150 is a pass. Yeah. Um, as so long as you we'll keep the stream happens. going for the full 12 hours. We will, okay? So like, Just because just you're out of the race doesn't mean you get to stop streaming. <laughs> I may not be there, but I'll be taking some time to spend with my family. It's 13 hours. That's fair. The stream will still be going. I'm trying to get a second... I'm going to create a second Discord account so I can have a bot sit in with those guys while I'm driving so you can hear on stream both aspects of it oh, yeah. at once um because normally the driver sits in it in his own channel and no one they the, the only interactions through the game so the only interaction is if something's happening like hey look at him crash ahead uh two laps to pit whatever um that kind of stuff leaders coming up on you um just important stuff so otherwise you just focus on racing that's all you're doing for an hour just focus on racing so that's not very good for streaming because obviously people want to hear some chatter as well so yeah i'll get a bot happening that's my my plan for tomorrow um what the big change has been is i've had to get a second account for iRacing so that that account can watch us race so now we've got the footage it's not many people do this because it's expensive and it's a lot of well so work. you've got to you've got to pay for two subscriptions now yes it's i've got shit. a this substantial discount but well, that's the only reason so. I jump in. <laughs> um, you pick at the right time, you get good good deals. But oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, you'll be able to see every different angle and all that kind of stuff. It's going to be a proper broadcast, which I'm pretty 
happy with the way it's going if it works in theory it, it's going to look brilliant it's going to be go great for 13 hours you had to catch it on all our, our, our platforms but we get back to the beyond blue part of it so we are raising money for beyond blue here uh we've chipped in between the team itself we've come up with it's about a dollar it, it is a dollar 60 a lap we're going to donate out of the, the the team and the surrounding people we've already got 160 dollars raised already um the link is out there just hit us up it's in the discord chat if you exclamation mark beyond blue you'll get the link for it anyway uh or it's on our all our facebook out all our different feeds are there um it's obviously a really good cause we had wes in chat before who um you're actually at 221 dollars oh jesus that's gone up quick (laughs) um so 221 plus we've got the money promise from people like who are going to actually donate depending on how many laps we do and you don't have to do that we just just standard just drop some money on going to beyond blue or every cent of it every cent we make during the stream as well we'll go towards it as well so donations to the actual stream uh, I'll donate at the end of the race as well. We'll keep it going for a few days after the race so we can get those people who promise stuff through the race to come in. But if we do 300 laps at $1.60 a lap, there's my maths is not working before $180. So um, we set the tar- I originally set the target of 500 Like just that there alone is going to get us there. 480. That's what I said. Yeah. I was right. My maths worked. Um... So yeah, we're all seven fifty is a new target. I just want to get that, and I was happy. I've never done every time I try to do a donation thing before; it's never really got off the ground. But this is the one I'm trying to push a bit harder. So, look, uh, fundraise.beyondblue.org.au/slash/locked-on-racing is the official website for this. Uh, you can go there, you can read the blog posts I've been doing every day. Uh, I've got to do one after this actually. Um, I'll link it in the show notes. That'd be when great. I uh, you can go, Actually, I should probably write a reminder go, for that. <laughs> that'd be great. Uh, you can go there and donate um, to this wonderful cause. And like I said, this is us, six of us streaming for 13 hours um, and trying to race a car around the one of the hardest tracks in the world. So with 55 other people who... So it's not only the track that wants to kill you. Some of these other drivers in these 55 other cars will want to kill you as well. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, we, we've had a lot of incidents where we've been practicing fairly heavily over the last couple of days and we've been practicing in races uh, on our own. And yeah, someone will spin out and take you out at any given moment. So it's really nerve wracking. And and like I said, it's if if I crash the car, I, I let down these five other people. So it's... if I crash the car really bad, then, you know, I not only then let down these five other people, but we let down the donation target as well. So Don't fucking do um, that. No, I try not to. What you, what you should uh, do got... is the person that wipes the car out has to donate <laughs> like Everyone's a, money, a, a, no. a set amount of money. So whether <laughs> yeah, they we... whether you make the like the hundred and fifty or not, like I think we hit Bozza up and we get Bozza to donate every time we crash the car. <laughs> that, that's what we really need to do. Um so look, that's what I've been up to today, uh, and the rest of the days I've been racing. I had a really good couple of nights of racing, um, the last couple of days. So had an eighth in an actual Baptist race that was mimicking nice. a 40, 40 minute. So it was a forty minute race, the exact same settings as we're racing on the weekend. So the same cars, same everything. Um, 
only had three off tracks. One of them was after the race. Uh, the, the other two were just crossing the start finish line. So no damage at the end of the race. Uh, made up a lot of my spots because I had no damage and I went to the pits and people repaired their cars and I didn't have to. Um, so just going around and not making a mistake is where you make your ground. And um, yeah, 8 out of 27 people, which I was, I was absolutely over good. the moon with that. What, yeah. what are you usually... Uh, how many are usually in the skippies? Uh, so we've been doing 23 to 24. Okay. Um, roughly around that. And I'm usually top 10 in that, but that skippies, like, I know a skippy. I've been racing them properly for 6 or 7 months now. Yeah. I literally jumped in this Ferrari 3 weeks ago. I've had some lessons, and that's why I'm doing better. But... Well, I think really uh, you press the go button until you get too close to the corner and then you press the stop button the stop button. and then you turn the you wheel towards the, towards the corner the biggest difference is honestly in the skippy you put your foot down on the brake okay you just put your foot down you don't have to put it hard you just put the foot down the car stops and then you put your foot on the accelerator yeah. and it goes which is exactly what you said the Ferrari you've got a fucking plant your foot on that brake and you put it to the point where you can't push any for and then you go a bit further i hope you've got uh, brake... i hope you got a metal uh pedal setup yes yep. i've got i've got a i've got a very good pedal setup um and it's rigged up pretty well i so wonder how many people otherwise this thing would be torn apart yeah i wonder how many people are going into this with like their fucking plastic logitechs and <laughs> well we did we talk about this only a couple weeks ago i've got a metal bar this logitech oh, yeah, behind me sits on it Fucking ripped it off. The, the metal bar started tearing. Psycho. That's how much I've been... Oh, my God. But anyway, yeah. Remember, we'll go lean into the corners. <laughs> lean. I'm fucking pulling this thing over with me. Um, but, yeah, look, it's it's a... Yeah, talk enough about racing. There's We've got some news coming up. I've been working with someone in the background. There is a podcast coming out about iRacing soon. It'll be a fortnightly podcast. Probably about a half an hour to an hour. But I think we're aiming for an hour. Actually, <laughs> you say half an hour, it's going to be an hour. <laughs> Maybe hour and a half. Yeah, that's so, and and we are the Silvers hosting it, and there'll be a third rotating guest that we're we've got some good connections with as well. So nice, pretty excited about that. But we're focusing about that after Bathurst twenty four yeah. hour. It'll be i racing specific, and it's probably going to be called Locked On i Racing. Um, what you need but, to do for yeah, the uh, the intro as well is uh, get the the Top Gear intro, but then have it stop like a couple of seconds in. So it Before goes, we get the did it, did it, did it, and then it just stops. <laughs> okay. And that's your intro. I'll, I'll, that's I'll it. let you work. You, you you sort that out for me, and we'll go with that. <laughs> um, but it is happening. There's, there's stuff there, so I'm pretty excited about that. So I'll stop talking about racing. McDad would have shut me down, although he's got his pedals and wheel out at the moment oh. and asking about iRacing subscriptions. So, th- so that's going to get in on it. Interesting. Yeah, or potentially. Yeah, We'll see. Uh, so we, we've talked about what we've been doing for 47 minutes. We haven't even talked about meat or anything else like that. I didn't cook. I did a massive cook up with Spag Bowl. I, I got the food processor and put fucking so many vegetables in this thing. We got sweet potato. Sweet okay. potato in a bog. Yeah. So we grow. Um, we put it through the shredder. Yeah. So it's just thin little shreds of it. Um, that that is that nice sweetness. Pretty, yeah, it'll go. Quite yeah. Good. Because a lot of so that there was a lot of spaghetti bowls. You're supposed to put a bit of sugar in the sauce as well. So, yep, um, even a bit of honey sometimes. Yeah. But the sweet potato I, I think works really well. So that cauliflower, broccoli, zucchini, carrot, oh, yeah. garlic, cauliflower and blo- broccoli and zucchini. You need to fucking 
just make that into a paste so that you don't know that it's there. Yeah, well, it was pretty much like that was through the shredder. Uh, the yeah, I think we finally chopped it. Actually, it was really small. Mm-hmm. It's it's just fill, basically yeah. nutrients. I, I think the last um, uh, spaghetti bowl I did because uh, we don't actually have something that will just turn things into paste. Uh, it was just done with a yeah. box grater and. Like you're eating it, you're like, I see bits of green in here. This is just meant to be red. Yeah. <laughs> so we end up, um, I was going to say the Matty Joy's jumped in with dark chocolate to make it authentic. Uh, we talked about mm. dark chocolate a couple weeks yeah, ago in the, you, in the you in chili your, con yeah, you put it in your and chili. it's the same thing. You get your yeah, 90%, the same type get of thing. Your 90% chocolate and you throw it in, you, you yeah. obviously break off a little block at a time and throw it in there. And then, then once you got yeah. it to the right level, you know. But man, this food processor, honestly, we did all that. Our onion, shredded the onion up as well. Nice. Um, two, like the, the food processor comes in this massive big bowl and we did two full things of that with veggies. Put it in the uh, the pressure cooker that I got at Christmas as well. Put two kilos of mince in there, mixed it all up and then pressure cooked it. I meant to brown your mince first, but okay. Yeah, no, I slow cooked it and then I pressure cooked it. And then yeah, you still have to brown it first, even before you. I know. Jesus Christ, I I didn't do that, but anyway, Um, missing out on that charred flavor that you get with the Maillard reaction. But we didn't. We're not going to have that. But we end up making eight full contain Chinese containers of this bag bowl. Did you pack it like a Chinese container? So you got like the the hump. Yeah, she was. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was it. Pretty much filled up that whole slow cooker slash pressure cooker all in one cooker, eight liter um, Jesus capacity Christ. type of thing. So <laughs> it, it was to the max, and um, yeah, that was my cooking experience over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, that's all I did. Well, I didn't do bread. I, I made um, sort of like a Greek style chicken so that I could do. Um, oh, I did actually do some stuff. Sort of uh, like wraps for my lunch this week, which. I'm like, oh, it's yeah. going to be a hot week, so I'll, I'll just have something that's light, not too dense. Uh, and, yeah, no, it's it was hot for, like, it's two days, freezing. and it's kind of been a bit cold, and we had a fucking storm, like, this morning. Really? Uh, I was rocking up. We've had a heat wave up here. I was rocking up to the front door of the office, and I'm like, because there's construction just down the road from the office. I'm like, there's a huge bang. I'm like, did... Am I about to see like ambulances running in because something fucking collapsed in that <laughs> building site? And knowing the people of the building in this place, uh, it's very possible that that could have been what happened. Um, <laughs> yep. But no, it was literally a thunderstorm before nine in the morning. Because I was standing there, I'm like, wait, what's going on? And I saw the lightning come down through a couple of the buildings, and I'm like, ah, cool. And then it was just cold and wet all day. And I'm like, yeah, wraps are great. This is cool. <laughs> Fuck. So uh, I, um, I, I set up the things differently tonight for those people not watching. Um, it, it's working really well, actually, because I've got a lot more stuff I can actually keep an eye on. Uh, and I'm looking at OBS and it's like, ah, oh, you started dropping frames. Like, I, f- I did notice that then. So. Yeah, so we lost another like eighty frames in that little period. I don't know what it is, so I've got to work it out. Mm. I love how the CPU it's using three point three percent of the CPU right now. Yeah. yeah, are you using hardware or software encoding? I don't know. I think I was using software, but yeah, maybe you I should, should be, be using, using hardware. Hardware now. 
Especially, yeah, uh, especially with the graphics card that's in there now. Yep. He should be running that on uh, hardware I'll encoding. Just, don't change I'll it now. that afterwards. Yeah, don't change no, it now. No. You'll fuck, fuck everything up. <laughs> oh, fucked everything up anyway. Um, yeah, so that's our cooking segment. Sorry, McDad. I mean, I, I can talk about what I plan to do this weekend. Yeah. I plan on making... We've also got questions to get to as well. Yeah, well but, there's like yeah, one cool. question, I think. I only saw one. Um, I plan on doing a stroganoff. Like get get Ooh. some good meat. Yep. Cube it up. Cook it. Yep. And make my my stroganoff and let it sort of simmer away for a couple of hours. Because I don't actually have a slow cooker, so I've got to uh, use the cruset. Do it that way. Yeah. Because yeah. we, we've got a um, um one of them cast iron like cruset. Yeah. dealies which is so we, really good but it's a pain in the ass to cook this <laughs> yeah we did a sand choy bow this afternoon tonight actually that oh. was interesting we hadn't done that and the, the oldest daughter or the oldest child actually ate it and said she'd have it again which was pretty interesting nice. so i'm assuming that she's yeah. the most picky of the bunch Ah, uh, she's picky but she's not the most picky although no she probably is it just depends what mood the other one's in yeah um but yeah, it was just like just lettuce, basically mince, and yeah, we got a few other bits and pieces. Like the, the we got a, it was it was proper done according to we got a free like one of those sauce packs, and we got everything that it said to go in it. So okay. bean sprouts and stuff like that. Ha- have um, you ever seen Nat's uh, What I Reckon on YouTube? No, you should watch him. He's good. He's good. Okay. Good quality. I initially hated him to start with, <laughs> but yeah. then I watched a couple of videos and I'm like. Nah, nah, this is this is actually good. I like this. He's like yeah. from fucking Western Sydney or something. So it, it's not a cooking show you can <laughs> watch with your kids. Yeah, okay. So He's like Hutto. That was um... He's like Hutto, but with hair. <laughs> with hair, nice. Yeah, Dennis, who's one of the other drivers today, he's like, oh, where do I promote this? What streams am I promoting? And I gave him all the links. He goes, oh, I'm going to set it up for my family so they can watch on YouTube. On, oh, sorry, they can watch on the big screen in the in the TV so they can keep an eye on what's going on. I said, you realise we're going to be swearing through this, right? And he goes, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So did you know before yeah. we go into this? Fuck the kids. There'll be swears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, uh, anyway. I, I only bring up Nat's, uh, Nat's what I reckon because you mentioned that you got sauce packets and his big mantra yep. is fuck jar sauce. Yeah. Look, I'm not at that level, and I'm, I don't think I'll ever be at it. I, I, I remember I did actually do a try to do a barbecue cook-up this weekend, and I just didn't prepare, and then kids got in the way, and I made stupid errors, and things caught on fire, and wow. it wasn't I mean, fun. that's that's impressive. Yeah. I, I really did fuck it up, to be honest, and it was a lamb rack and oh, some wings. Oh, no. They still, they still taste tasted good once you got the little bit off the bottom that was burnt on the lamb rack rack of lamb um that's right it was it was definitely overcooked like for my liking the kids ate it and they thought it was fine uh the wings there was a few wings that got burnt to the the foil tray that they were sitting in um yeah i fucked up but the veggies were came along really well um that i put in there i put actual cloves of garlic in with the the carrot pumpkin sweet potato onion and a few other things that all baked as we went along so it got all that flavor from from the from the garlic melting out of the cloves so that was pretty cool but i, I do love the fact that when like you 
like mince up garlic and all that sort of stuff. You throw it in, um, and it just disappears. Like it, yeah. it vanishes into the food, and then you go to eat it, and you're like, "Fuck! I put too much garlic in." <laughs> yeah. Whoops! Did that? <laughs> my bad. What's this about a Hello uh... Kitty pop in my background? Oh, there's apparently I'm, something Hello Kitty. You're gonna have to tell me whether it's my uh, my left or my right hand side. Because I definitely it's don't a... have a Hello Kitty pop, but I'm curious <laughs> now. I mean, I think you... it's just a very very small thing. Eh, this one, I think it's the other side. That's uh... the Assassin's Creed side. What that one? I don't know. This is a very good for an audio podcast, anyway. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess. We probably should wrap it up there. Um, I'd like to shout out to all our Canadian listeners, by the way. We got hit up for um, someone to put some ads on our um, oh, ads on our podcast the other the day. The one that Maddie Joy is talking about, uh, my Dr. Ian Malcolm. Okay, there you go. We got there. So, yeah, I've been back and forth going, I really don't think you understand what we do and how big our audience is. Oh, nice. Um, and yeah, so we had a back and forth, back and forth. And she's like, no, no, give us the details. I just need to know exactly how many people you got in Canada listening. I said, okay, here you go. Numbers. Rah, rah, rah. I really think you need to sort out your, like, you know, what, what's going on. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I'll talk, talk, we'll hopefully talk to you when you're a bit bigger then. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I saw that and I'm like, Canada, <laughs> probably not yeah. many, if any, really. <laughs> Our fourth biggest audience is Canada. Oh, really? And it was around 3%. <laughs> Come, know, on, Canada. Come on, Canada. Come on. We did make the can- the, can- the Canadian iTunes charts, though. And we have got... That's probably why, they, e- That's probably why they emailed us. They saw us on the charts. Yeah. And um, we got the mutual friend who is Canadian, who does probably listen to us, Chris, from, my, yeah. from the wedding. So, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry. So, look. For, for some reason, we jumped up on the charts. I still can't work out why our last episode of Locked On went was our biggest episode we ever did, and we did stupid numbers. But yeah, you that know, was you guys. That was interesting. It's like triple or more everything we other do. So, um, yeah, thank you for that fun. <laughs> I re- I was researching geo targeting and everything. It was great fun. Um, but anyway, that's not what we are, unfortunately. Uh, but I did record a podcast over the weekend. Uh, I drank oh, some cocktails. That's right. You did that one with uh, Benny, I, wasn't it? He was Benny, 8-Bits. So check out that one. He's a lovely uh, boy. I think he said about he is a lovely boy and I haven't seen him for ages. So it was really good to catch up. Um, and that'll be out sometime in March. So when that comes out, uh, I'll let you know. But uh, I really should know the name of it. But I don't. So I, when I do, I'll hit, we'll, we'll put it in the show notes as well. A link to it. Butters will do that right now. So um, there's two episodes up already. One of them's talking with Brendan over Mid- uh, Midori Split Spices or something like that. One of the things that will happen anyway. But yeah, it's just two people it's, having. It's called Cocktail Club. There you go, Cocktail Club. And he it was with a Midori him, Illusion. That's it, Midori Illusion. So um, I'm very bad at podcasting. You know that. Butters. You've been doing it with me long enough to know that I do no prep. That is just say whatever I want. That is true. I mean, <laughs> it I, gets me in trouble every time. I had the plan this week to put up uh, at least yesterday uh, 
asking for questions and yeah no i sat down i got the the valheim server working i'm like fuck the questions <laughs> yeah so that's how today worked for both of us so that was really good um and oh yeah i'm in the middle of buying a house so every every now and then i get a question about something i have to give them because it's urgent and then i've got to drop everything mm-hmm. and run around and and get documents and and stuff for them and so Claire, that's what also Claire and i are meeting with the mortgage broker on the next week Ooh, exciting yeah. building or buying ah, it'll be buying we, we can't okay. afford to fucking build in canberra <laughs> Well, that's fair. We could barely afford Look, to I, buy in Canberra. I'm really enjoying what the outcome will be for this build, but fuck, I would have just preferred to buy a house that was gonna be was already done. Yeah, buy buy a house that's close to purpose and then just make some modifications, yeah. which is pretty much but what see, Claire and I are gonna do. Yeah, but see. I don't know the difference. Like I'm gonna have a pretty much a purpose-built studio with this thing. Like it's all properly soundproofed. Um, the room it's gonna be in. So yeah, it's a bigger, more room for stuff. So and then the outdoor area. Like yeah, we're not. We've got a bad soil result, but we can't really give it up because it's gonna cost us probably sixty odd thousand to go to a different block of smaller size now because the prices have gone through the roof. They, so they like, hey. should cover that shit because they should have known all of that soil result stuff. Well, that's prior. the arguments we're having. So they're like, oh, no, we didn't get that soil to us when we did it before we did it. We did the development. Yeah, it's very hard to get that result when you don't actually do the fucking test. Mm, yeah. The, the two people who did the test are talking to each other. I don't have the result yet because they won't tell me what the result was. But when Rude. I give them an email tomorrow to my solicitors, they ask for an extension again. Uh, I'll be asking if they found it anything else, but I think it's my builders gonna have to tell me if they if they discovered anything. But yeah, it's that's rough. Yeah, but we know people have already pulled out, and that's my fear is that the houses are gonna be sort of not not cursed, but it's gonna have a thing of don't buy those houses in there because the soil shit and mm. the houses are cracking, and you know the whole development's falling apart, and then also now our house gets fucking rooted with the with the value so i don't know that's it's a concern it's something i've got to work out over the next couple of days so yes we'll see <clears throat> we will see but um yes and then if you spend fifty thousand more on land and we can't build till next year like yeah that means that's fifty thousand less you can spend on building the house so yeah well there's a couple really... of places that um claire and i went to sort of talk to the dude in the display home and he's like, oh, yeah. I mean, if you get in early enough, like, you can be in sort of mid this year. Otherwise, you're sort of looking at mid 2023. And we're like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, like, that is the problem. Uh, how, how can you have half of it built this year when you haven't even fucking started yet? But we've got to wait two more years for the rest of it to be. No, man. Mm. Like, come on. It's dodgy. Fucking shitty but... builders and fucking everywhere. I swear to God. And they're all just making lots of money. Mm-hmm. That's what they're saying. Is like the whole building grant just basically meant everyone just put their prices up to cover. Yeah. So then the, all the developers and the builders are just like, sweet, thanks. There's an extra twenty five k I can have, or there's an extra fifteen k I can well, have. I, I just put the prices up. I don't qualify for first time builder grant because fucking household earns too well, much money. So good times, thanks. Oh well, there you go. 
I I would love to actually. They don't know what I earn, so that's all good. <laughs> Let's not go there. My business is paying for a lot of this stuff. So, <laughs> anyway, let's finish it off. We've been going for way too long. Um, we... For a two-man podcast, we've gone for an hour. <laughs> it always um, happens. <laughs> I don't think we even hit half of the things we're going to talk about. Not that we've got a run sheet. We're only three episodes in and we still don't have a run sheet. Yeah, um, that'll, that'll probably be episode Oh, we still got to... Uh, uh, we still got to do oh, Matt's the question. question. <laughs> Fuck, we're over an hour and I haven't done the question yeah. yet. Matthew Mites wrote into Discord, which you can get to through lockedonlads.com slash Discord, I hope. Um, his podcast question was, how many games have you finished, roughly? Follow-up, have you ever completed a game 100% collectibles and stuff? Butters, go. Uh, I have never 100% of a game in my mm-hmm. life. Uh I think the closest I've ever got is uh, Detroit Become Human. I literally have like yep. still three or four scenes that I need to <laughs> unlock on that one. Um, yep. But as you can see, if you're watching this live, the PlayStation is now here. It is no longer yes. on my desk. It is not plugged into anything. It's just sat there. Uh, I need that space. Mm. Um, it's a pretty PlayStation as well. It is. There's also a drill there. Um <laughs> there is I was drilling shit I keep on looking at it straight away that's the first thing I see um, but, yeah, but yeah and like completed story wise there's been many games that I've at least story wise completed uh, yeah rolled credits on yeah rolled credits and finishing is very different yeah I I always was of the mind of as long as I roll credits I'm happy um, yeah. I mean technically you could say that I've done everything that is possible to be done in the Mass Effect trilogy. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought that would have been your first one. But I've not technically 100%ed it because I've never achieved all of the achievements in that game. Yeah. Yep. So, if you go for rolled credits, there's probably about 40, maybe 30, 40 games that I've rolled credits on. I guess I'd, it'd be right. Like, wouldn't even know. Um, most of the story games I start, I finish, whether they're bad or good. Um, one of my favorite ones that I did finish roll credits on was Control. Um, did that for a review, um, before it launched and still sits with me today. And I want to go back and play it again. Uh, wouldn't know if I 100%ed it because it didn't have, um, didn't have sort of achievements in yep. Epic Store because that's where we played it on. So I, I wouldn't even know where I... I definitely didn't get all the achievements in, like all the things I wanted to do in game. I didn't go off the beaten path. Um, see, there's all stuff like where do you sit with Forza Horizon 3 and 4? Like I've got them... I, I definitely did a huge percentage of those games. We're talking driving on every road. I almost completed those, those things and, and stuff like that. Um definitely put in more hours than i have in most other games but would you say i finished that um so but then there is two games that i reckon that there's definitely two games i've 100 in my life um the first one would be way back in the day crash team racing the original one um back in the day i definitely went through and finished every single part of that and got the 100 percent complete wow part of that that, that would have taken a while yeah, it was good fun though. It was a good game. Um, CTR was pretty good. Yeah, for a, for a Mario own... knockoff, it was pretty good. 
I own the I own the remake twice, and I still haven't played either of them. But <laughs> um, yeah, so but God of War definitely finished it a hundred percent. Not a hundred percent though, but but it was it's definitely my, like I think we talked about the other week. One of my favorite games of all time. Didn't hundred percent it because there's just some of those things that I'm like I I brought my head up against it and went not not doing that. Uh, so, Spider Man though is the other one that I did one hundred percent and it. Is one that's sat, sat with me for a long time as well. Uh, Miles Morales, I really do want 100% in as well. But like, it's one. I finished that 100%. I finished that storyline. Um, roll credits on Division 1, Division 2. Roll credits on just about every other thing. See, back in the day, we had... I was working at EB Games in Charlestown, back in Newcastle. And PlayStation 2 was a thing. A little game called Grand Theft Auto 3 had just hit the market. But another little game called Gran Turismo 3 had just hit the market as well. I was bringing in my memory card, my 8 megabyte memory card, and I was giving, getting customers to bring their memory cards in, and we were transferring my save file over to them because the my save file for Gran Turismo 3 was so packed with everything. We basically unlocked everything, and we had, it was like 78, like that game... Took forever to 100%. I don't even know like how close you could ever get to it. But we had a group of four of us in the house and we just sit there and play it, pass the controller around. So it was at least probably eight, seven or eight hours a day that game was getting played in the lounge room by over four four guys. The Gran Turismo game just um, used to be so much. And then we got whatever we got recently and it was like, oh, cool. Thanks. <laughs> so we, we were playing... We were playing it, so one of the things was do was do a two hour race in around an oval, and we decided to do that with the skyline because we souped up the skyline so it was so powerful, no damage back in the day. So we'd sit there with take turns holding the controller. We'd be watching the TV show, but on the other input, the uh, the Grand Theft Auto Three was playing, and you'd just be holding down the accelerator and just bounce around the walls because it was an oval. <laughs> And just hold hold right, so you'd be pushing yourself into the wall. And because the skyline was so overpowered, you would outpace anyone even by bouncing off the walls the whole way around. So every now and then you'd feel no rumble in the controller, and you're like, "Fuck, what's happened? Quick, hold on, we're changing channels. Go back across, and you'd push yourself into the pit somehow. Oh yeah, um, or, or, or something. As long as you could feel rumble, you were hitting the wall, so you were fine. And then you know, like we're we're laps ahead, so there's, there's no problem. Flick it back, it's fine. So. Um, I look. I that was one of my proudest moments. The customers coming and going. I'm really stuck. I really need this. I'm like, I've got my save file on the counter. You want it? Like, oh yeah, I'll bring you my memory card tomorrow. And off they went. And oh, thank you so much. You've made my, my life now because <laughs> we've got all the cars now, and we can do all this money. We can do whatever we want. We actually enjoy the game now. So, um, look, yeah, there's heaps of games. I don't play a lot of games that are story driven anyway so i reckon if i was a story driven person i would have finished hundreds see i'm i'm, I'm a story driven person so i've rolled credits on a number of games but when it comes to like you've got to find like specifically like the assassin's creed games they got fucking ridiculous where it's like you got to find like these thirty-two thousand fucking items that are spread across this globe-sized map it's like oh, i don't want to <laughs> yeah no that 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 stuff just got annoying um 
for those watching the stream, I'm moving around, and, and for those hearing me, my audio go back and forth, which Butters won't fix up later. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to fly. I'll, I'll try. I might, or maybe I'll boost um, it. I've got, I've got some PlayStation coasters around here somewhere, and one of them is Gran Turismo Two, which is Chad is talking about at the moment Wait. with the Escudo on the Pikes Peak, which are brilliant cars the, in those. The Escudo um, is that the Sprinter? Yeah, I think it, yeah. The Pikes Peak was the one with the big fucking wing on it. it just yeah. Big, I, foils on the front and we just stick to the road I worked with a guy who had been playing it might have been GT2 or it was the one that came with the A-spec B-spec is that GT3? yeah that's 3 yeah yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah it was called A-spec and B-spec was one was the manager mode where you watched yeah. and you sent him out and did that Yeah, uh, he had a like sprinter that he'd modified so much that apparently it could do wheelies <laughs> yep. and I'm like I don't believe you and he's like I'll bring in my my memory card and you can play it and he never brought in his memory card so I cannot confirm or deny that he's done this but yep uh this was the oh Pikes Peak was the track sorry this scooter was the car yes sorry Matty Joy's corrected me um I, I remember there was the, a the... car in GT that looked like a Zamboni and it had like fans underneath it that sucked it down to the road so like doesn't matter how fast you were going you were not gonna fucking like lose traction at all yeah um so the other one i got was was on these coasters was destruction derby 2 which is one of the first games i played on playstation when i first got it it was an, a brilliant game i want something like that again mm. the um, suzuki escudo yeah the sprinter yeah but the other one we did was back on the pc days when me and my mate when we were growing up would hot pursuit need for speed hot pursuit so you'd have to be as a cops you'd have to finish it you'd have to be as a cops chase them down and and spin them and then tire trap them or whatever you had to do to to pull them over and it was nuts so we worked out there was nothing stopping us because it was a circuit we'd just turn around and go backwards on the circuit set up strips spike strips and then roadblock so whenever the cars then came past us, we'd just get them. So we just have to wait for them to finish the lap. Um, and that was our best way to, to 100% that game was just, nah, we're not doing it the way it wants. We're, we're not doing it the way it wants us It wants us to. We're going to do it the other way, the easy way. Because it was just too hard the other way, for us anyway. Um, playing on keyboard and mouse using driving games would not be fun. Um, that is the question answered, I think. Time to outro finally. Um, Butters, what do you got planned for the next week and where can people find you, mate? Uh, what do I have planned for the next week? I'm going to be playing uh, Elite Dangerous Friday night, uh, so tomorrow. Uh, so if you're listening mm-hmm. to this one on the audio only, you've missed it. Too bad. Uh, come and check Suckers. me out at twitch.tv slash MrButterSocks. Um, also, go on to twitter.com slash MrButterSocks because I generally tweet out nowadays when I'm going live. <laughs> Sometimes well I still forget but you know look at you growing up right <laughs> um and saturday i at this stage looks like it'll be valheim if it's not going to be valheim i'll be playing uh yakuza zero okay so I, hopefully we might be able to raid you when we're done after 13 hours yeah Friday, well uh um, night sorry oh, i guess you'd be finishing up around <laughs> eight nine o'clock your time which yeah. will be 10 8 o'clock the race will finish I think we'll have an after sh- after show sort of debrief yeah. till about 9 and then we'll we'll kill it yeah so um, I'll probably be have been live for like half an hour or so 
Okay. Give or take a bit. We'll we'll set that up. Yeah. I've actually got a mystery raid button on this Stream Deck now. I, oh dear. I opened Stream Deck up today and found all these extra things I could add into it. And one of them was find out how many people who are live right now. Um, oh. And then you press a button and it just randomly... That, sorry, live right now that you follow. So of your, follow, of your people you follow, how many are live right now. And I can look over here and there's currently five people that are live right now that I follow. Um, well, and it and does a raid roulette. If I hold, if yeah, if I hold it down, it raids one of them. So um, it's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So there's heap. Like my stream deck's gonna look amazing once I set it all up. But that see, that was one of the things. It started with me just putting the command in, and then all of a sudden it turned into me fixing, <laughs> making my stream deck <laughs> have all these extra functionality as well. Oh, I hate computers. Um, well, it's always the way. It's like I, I wonder if I can do this. Oh, I can. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> that's it. I'm like, oh, what's this little button? This is more options. Oh, look at all this stuff I can do now. I can look at the stock market on my. I can play games on my stream deck. I can play Pac-Man on my stream deck. Oh my god, uh, I didn't. I I want to um, get one of the Excel's because I I run out of buttons. I don't like folders. Got, I just want buttons. That, got an Excel there. Um, for this, for this main PC. <laughs> um, so yeah, Braden's in chat finally, and he's saying that um, you'll be either watching our twelve-hour triumph or disaster. Yep. Uh, he's already nervous. I've been nervous for like a week and a half, so that's okay, Braden. That's all good, especially since I'm now officially starting in the dark around Mount Panorama with only our headlights and other headlights to keep are, us are going. You coming? Uh, do you get to see the sunrise over the mountain? The sun will be. 40 minutes in, the sun becomes it, it becomes dawn, and it's it's seeable. And then at 7, between 7, 10, and 7.30, the sun is literally blinding you in your eyes as you're coming over McPhillamy into Skyline. Oh, that's, that's amazing. That's great. That's perfect placement. <laughs> yep. So, it, oh, look, whoever's doing the second stint is going to be in a hell of trouble. I think that's why I put my hand up for the first stint, because I'm not doing Ma- the second one. Maybe they should wear sunnies. I help. Yeah. I'm not, I'm I not think sure it's, if Polaroids work turning, with LCDs. I think it's a matter of turning all kinds of HDR, any kind of bright lighting down, mm-hmm. and you'll be right. Um, yeah, Braden's actually at his stint. So yeah, just, just don't, just don't flip it. You'll, um, if you flip it, make sure you land on your wheels. Yeah, it is. It's, look, the biggest problem we're going to have is is driving our rear vision mirrors. That's going to be our problem. Mm. But um, well, that's my problem anyway. But I think most of the guys is, yeah, just worried about what's behind you. But anyway, uh, that's been a podcast for the week. I haven't done my outro yet. I've got a twelve-hour stream coming up. That'll be the next time you see me, except for my test stream tomorrow to see if it goes. Um, we'll be starting probably around seven thirty, seven o'clock uh, in the morning at Queensland time. Um, so work that out Australian Eastern Standard Time race kicks off at 8 um, unless there's qualifying just before it I'm not sure but the, there's qualifying in there but it's either like 7.52 or 8 o'clock qualifying starts 8 minutes then we go uh, rolling start and then 12 hours later 8pm t- at Queensland time which we finish hopefully we've done 300 laps and then like I said we'll probably sit around the board with the, with the six of us and, and discuss have a beer and and see what happens so i said i'll be in and out um most of the day two hours of driving i'll be doing um but then crew chiefing and spotting for them as well um but always have the stream running uh you can catch that um 
link if you want to donate is fundraise.bleonblue.org.au slash locked on racing. It'll be in the show notes. Yep. Everything you can help out with Beyond Blue would be great. We are, you know, mental health mental health is our thing. So um yeah, help help people who need need it. That's that's a very good cause. But we'll be doing that. If you want to check in the stream, Locked On Lads will be the stream. There is a multi Twitch as well, uh floating around. Um, we shall have the three of us that are streaming it. Um, you better watch all of us at once, but <laughs> definitely locked on lads on Twitch or on Facebook or on YouTube. If the test tonight was successful, then that's where we'll be. We just lost some more frames before another hundred frames vanished. So I've got to work out what's doing that. Yeah, that was, that was um, weird. I noticed it happened. I'm like, oh, okay. 0.2%. I don't know. Yeah. So that's not too bad. They're going again now. What is it? There's something going. Could be your internet. Yeah, it could be. I'm dropping kilobytes down to 1,000. Anyway, that's the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, have a great week, or we'll be back next week with maybe a guest. Who knows? Probably not. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening to us, and we'll catch you then. Have a good one. Bye. Bye-bye. Tell your friends, please. <laughs>